Hello, everybody. This is your host, K. Wood the Jans. I just want to inform you ahead of time that this episode was recorded during our pandemic. During these times of hard, uh, we decided to still bring you real nice entertainment. Uh, so, me and Haley, we are separated, and from time to time, you will hear Haley comment that I'm going out. Also, Haley from time to time might be also going out as well, and you might sound a little bit robotic, but we try our best to bring you really good entertainment. And I hope that you really do love it. So, with that said, Here's a little bit of advertisement for the podcast here. Follow us on the Instagram, that's underscore a hit. Follow us on Twitter, that's underscore a hit. Also, email us, that's a hit 2020 at yahoo.com. Let us know what hit song do you want us to cover and have a fun time with. So, that's a hit. 2020 at yahoo.com also rate and review the podcast give us five stars and tell us that you love us and how you just love the podcast you don't have to tell us too much just give us a little bit of love show us a little bit of love uh with that said let's get into the episode So, Haley, I tried to convince her how Jim Morrison is actually cool. Also try to tell her, hey, David Bowie, had some trying times. At some point, she, for some reason, thinks that Elvis Presley was still alive in the 80s. And let's say I kind of confused still on who Aaron Neville is. This is that's a hit we listened to alabama song slash whiskey bar so you did not have to listen to it listen and enjoy all right let's get into it heck yeah all right. Are you ready for another fabulous episode? I'm ready. This is our second episode of the week, so we're starting our two times a week these episodes. Woohoo! I think it's I think this is going to go by really well. I think it will as well. I think people will love it. Um yes. so Haley, I did not let you know the song ahead of time this time cuz I thought this would be Really fun time to not let you uh, know the song because you already kind of know it in a way. Anyway, I mean, you you do because you you requested this song to be done on the podcast. I have. You have requested this song to be done on the podcast. Ooh, okay, that's a limited number of songs. It's a limited number of songs. I'm pretty sure you can guess what song it is. Is it? Is, is it Gold Slugs? Is Gold No, it is not. It is not. Oh. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting to do that one. Okay. Waiting okay. The, I'm waiting for the perfect moment for that one. All right. I get it. I get it. This, um, this one is going to be Alabama song. Yes. <laughs> so we are about to do Alabama song for people at home. 
Haley really loves uh to hate on this song. I really do. I really do. Honestly, she hates this song because she hates one of the people that have sung this song, Jim Morrison. Um, here's the deal. There are songs by The Doors that I uh, that I like. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do I think that Jim Morrison was a flaming asshole? Oh, one hundred percent. But this is a song that, to me, just fully represents the 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 douchery of Jim Morrison. Really? Yes. This is this is the song that represents it for me. What if what if I say that I'm gonna change your mind in like the first few sentences that I'm gonna say in a few? Um, I, you know, I don't know how that's possible, but I will, I will, I will give you your chance. Uh-huh. Do it. I'm getting a little flyover right now. I don't know if you're gonna hear it on the podcast or not, but oh, oh, I, I can. So you can't hear it. No, it's gonna probably be on the podcast then. Yeah. Oh. That's okay. Eh, it's a little we, flavor. No editing we do it here. Again, if this is That's a Hip. I'm your host, K with a Genius. And this is my co-host, and I, Haley. And I'm Haley Rigsby. Haley J. Rigsby. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to leave you to say your name from now on. <laughs> yes, I mean, it's. I feel like it's 50-50. Uh, so I'll, just, I'll be the one to say it. <laughs> All right. For anybody that is new to the podcast, what we do, we like to just joke around on songs that are what we feel is controversial hits. Yes. Throughout times. Controversy. (laughs) And I think, honestly, this could be probably one of our biggest controversial hits of all time. You know, it's not. Um, And though technically it's not a U.S. hit song. Well, controversial and just not good. <laughs> it is very, 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 very uh, displayed throughout pop culture, though. I will say that. Oh, yeah, it, it is, but, you know. Probably one of the most displayed songs from pop culture we've covered. I mean, just because something is super on display doesn't mean that it's not terrible. <laughs> All right, so let's get it to it. Yeah. So we're starting off with Alabama Song, also known as Moon of Alabama, also known as Moon Over Alabama, and also known mostly by Whiskey Bar. Okay. That's how I would know it. Now, what we're covering it is the English version. There's a non-English version? This song was not written by Jim Morrison, Haley. It's the whis- actually, the whis- whiskey bar? It was actually written by a German composer by the name of Berto Breck. Brecht? Breck. Is it Breck? Ber- Berto Brecht. Brecht. Okay. So you know Berto Breck. Oh, yeah. That's that's how I became familiar with this song. The, the song is modeled after... A composition by Bertolt Brecht, mm-hmm. but were the lyrics to the Bertolt Brecht song? Um, if we don't get to the next whiskey bar, I tell you, we must die. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh my god! 
It is translated to English by Elizabeth, by his good collaborator, Elizabeth Hampton in 1925. Oh my gosh. Set to the music of Kirk Bow for the play Little Mahogany. Okay. And reused in the 1930 opera of Rise and Fall of the City of Mahogany. So, I think right there, already alone, Haley, you kind of got to already go, I don't blame Jim Morrison anymore. Oh, no, that that's made it even worse. Really? Oh, yeah. You're still blaming Jim Morrison? How? Because, it, do you understand how douchey that is? But he's singing a soul by a guy that you just said that you liked. I didn't say I liked him. I just said I'm familiar with him. Okay. Alright. Well, let's get it to the Doors version now. Mm-hmm. Now, recorded on August 1966, it was released January 4th, which is my mom's birthday, 1970s. I'm sorry, 1967. Mm-hmm. So, my mom was seven years old. And the song's released. Oh. The genre of this song, the Doors version, is psychedelic rock. Mm-hmm. The length of the song is three minutes and 20 seconds. The label it's released under is Electra. And again, the songwriters is Bach and Bow. And the producer mm-hmm. is Paul A. Rothschild. Now, there's one thing that is omitted from the song that that is omitted from the song by Jim Morrison. That is that he sung Show Me the Way to the instead of singing this Show Me the Way to the Next Little Dollar, excuse me. He says, show us the way to the next little girl. Ew. Because the actual song lyrics are Show Me the Way to the Next Little Boy. Next Pretty Boy, excuse me. Next Pretty Boy. Uh, okay. <laughs> Both of those are super creepy. Pretty creepy, right? Pretty creepy. Pretty boy, little girl, no thanks. Now, he did change the mel- melody to the song as well. But then, after that success came from the doors, there was a- another guy that is a huge fan of Breck. That I'm really surprised that you haven't mentioned this guy's version at all. Because mm-hmm. you're a huge fan of him. Who is it? It is David Bowie. What? David Bowie? No! Yes, David Bowie has a version of this song. So, no. are you still saying that Jim Morris is a douche? Ooh. Oh, come on, Haley. Okay, you know what? Yes, I am. What? I am. I just can't change your opinion on this podcast. But no, here's here's the deal. Would I say that that was douchey of David Bowie? Absolutely. Oh God, you just you're just gonna refuse. You're gonna refuse to get your opinion changed by me. It's. I mean, it could be. It could be the ghost of Jim Morrison trying to trying to change my opinion. And I'll, I would, I would be like, you know what, dude? Thanks for trying, but that this is just the way it is, man. 
So it turns out David Bowie is a Breck fan. Mm-hmm. And he incorporated a song into his world tour in 1978. Okay. Now, he cut a studio version inside of the European leg of his tour. Mm-hmm. And he released it in 1980 as one of his last singles before he left his contract with RCA. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. Now, it actually got stripped down to a acoustic version for his uh, album, Space Odyssey. Oddity, okay. excuse me. Space Oddity. Space Oddity. Recorded in December 1979. And the single actually reached number 25 on the UK charts. Hmm. He also changed the Pretty Boy line as well. Good. That's Let's probably good. <laughs> But did he did he say little girl? Uh I think he does. I can't I I listen, oh, I just no. literally just listened to his version the first just just right before David, I, no. <laughs> I had never heard his version. I didn't know he had a version until I looked this up, to be honest with you. I didn't know he had a version until this very moment. <laughs> this is very troubling. I don't like this. <laughs> You like that? I'm messing with you now. <laughs> no. Yes, it's so fun. <laughs> my my fan my fanship of David Bowie has been so uncomplicated to this point. It's been sullied now. It's been sullied. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Yes. Hey, if you're gonna come at Jim Morrissey, you better come correct. I, I mean, hey. <laughs> I th- the thing is, I am coming correct. You're mm-hmm. just also coming correct about David Bowie. <laughs> One so, of my personal heroes. So, duh. Kind of sort of to say that the studio was recorded in his Good Earth studio in London. Mm-hmm. Uh, the genre for David Bowie's is cabaret or opera. Okay. And the label is again RCA. The length of this one is three minutes and thirty uh, fifty one seconds to beat Jim Morrison's okay. one. Oh no, it's even longer. Even longer. Well, I would say this: the the Doors one. I feel like if you're looking for a song that to play inside of a bar, the Doors one is the one to go. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for a song that is to play for a movie or a play, it's David the David Bowie, Bowie one. Yes. See the I feel like the door. I mean, I have not heard the David Bowie one, but the Doors one it 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 just sounds very similar to the Brecht version. Ah. Uh. Well, I think the I think David Bowie would sound. I never heard the Brecht version, but I would think that David Bowie would sound more similar. But I don't know. Yeah. Well, never I mean, never we've it. never heard it. Never, I've never heard Brecht's version. I've heard a little bit of it. It's it it just sounds kind of creepy. Can you can you at least agree with that? That at least the music sounds a little creepy. Oh yeah, I. I... <laughs> It's opera. It sounds just like opera to me. It sounds like an opera to me. See, I am. I've been to operas before, and they've all been lovely. This is not lovely. (laughs) 
Well, <laughs> let's get into it. Okay. <laughs> um, the lyric, show me the way to the next whiskey bar, is actually written on the wall of the men's restroom on the television show. Cheers. Wow. And if you want to be specific and look it up yourself, it is on the ninth episode of season one. Okay. Um. Also, the the is the Israel Israel um radio station Gal Galat plays the song every Friday before mid midnight. Okay. Don't know why they play the song, but they play the song for some reason. Yeah, that's kind of a strange, uh, strange tradition. And if you want to get it to even interesting more thing uh the watergate hotel the lobby of it is called the whiskey bar after the song after the song yes the alabama whiskey bar oh wow mm-hmm. so the watergate wow. hotel well it, I, it was destroyed so i mean we'll never get to see that but, but I, that's pretty cool and Another uh, another in that horror game called Sad Satan that plays a slow down a uh, slow down version of the song. Oh God, that would be so creepy. <laughs> so if you are a fan of in that game, Sad Satan. The way to the next whiskey bar. <laughs> I tell you, we must die. <laughs> So, yeah. the song's been covered by a, sh- a crap ton of people. Marilyn mm-hmm. Manson, uh, Nina Simone. Uh, it's been covered by a bunch of people. So, Nina Simone? Nina Simone is, has a cover of this song, yes. It's not surprising to hear that Marilyn Manson covered this because, I mean, it's Marilyn Manson. But <laughs> I'm shocked to hear that Nina Simone did a cover of it. Yeah. It's it's interesting to see how the his song is very historical. It's really interesting to see how historical the song is. Yeah. Would never thought this song to be a historical song, but it is. Oh well I you know. <sighs> you said it. <laughs> I'm just having to come to terms with it. <laughs> well, let's get it to what we like to call key. Lyrics. Woo woo. <laughs> so, key lyrics to the song. Again, not much lyrics to the song. It's a, it's an opera play song. So you're not gonna get too many lyrics to the song. Mm-hmm. So we start off with the first verse, and it goes, "Well, show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. Show me the way." To the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Don't. Oh, don't ask why. For if we don't find the next whiskey bar, I tell you, we must die. I tell you, we must die. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you, we must die. So I really I... want some whiskey. <laughs> Then it gets into the chorus of Oh Moon of Alabama. We must we must now oh excuse me. We, we now must say goodbye. 
we've lost our good old mama and must have whiskey. Oh, you know why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Guess had a, they had a rough time in Alabama and now they have to leave. <laughs> I guess that's what it is. <laughs> I'm gonna guess that Germans Germans think that Alabama's are a little bit or uh, I guess they got it kind of been down right actually. <laughs> I guess So wait, did the German version of the song mention Alabama? Yes. That's weird. Yes, this the song is the moon over Alabama. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maybe Alabama means something else too. <laughs> I don't think so, man. <laughs> well, talk about the state Alabama. That's weird. I find that very weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now the second verse goes: "Show me the way to the next little girl." So we're doing the Doors version. So the next little girl. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. Oh no! Switch that up. <laughs> Show me the way to the next little girl. Oh, don't no. ask why. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, but... I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm asking why. <laughs> For if we don't find the next little girl, no. I'll no. tell you we must die. I'll no. I'll tell you. No. I'll tell you. I'll tell you we must die. <laughs> Just say that you'll cry. Don't say that you'll die. <laughs> I tell you, I shall cry. <laughs> and then the chorus goes, Oh, moon of Alabama, we now must say goodbye. We've lost our good old mama, and we must have whiskey. Oh, you know why? No, I don't know why, Jim. <laughs> I need you to explain this because it sounds kind of weird. Hey, Brock's the one that started, okay? Well, Brett, no. He's, he didn't... No! <laughs> Wait, I just found something that I did not know existed. What? There is a new age not version of the song, but this song has been sampled this song very recently. Really? What artist do you think would sample this song? Oh, God. Uh... Current artist, and he has been mentioned on this podcast before. Of course this, he has. Uh, I think a couple episodes ago, actually. Please tell me that it's not Drake. No, not Drake. Okay, um, I don't know. Yellow Wolf. Oh, God, that makes a lot of damn sense. He has a song called Alabama Song Freestyle that I have to listen to after I get off this. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Alabama Song Freestyle by Yellow Wolf. A freestyle. Oh, I bet that's awful. Where he samples... Uh, Jim Morrison's lyrics. <laughs> I bet with all of my heart that he does not have any idea who Bertolt Brecht is. 
and I bet I could find out. <laughs> if you know who Bertolt Brecht is. Oh, yeah. In terms of in terms of my Kevin Bacon degrees, I'll, let me just say that my degrees to Yellow Wolf are literally just one. <laughs> I just really find this amazing that he sampled this song. I do too. hundred percent, not knowing what the the history of the song is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow, my 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 brain was already broken. Now th- there's no hope; it's shattered. Oh God, we still got to do work. My killer after this. Oh God, yeah. Oh, that's gonna be a messed up episode. <laughs> oh my God, <sighs> this is this is this has been a crazy episode mm-hmm. already so far. We haven't even got the Haley knows yet. Which is just gonna, it's if you thought I was already bad at Haley Knows, <laughs> wow, I think you might get good on this Haley Knows, though. Okay, we'll we'll see. We'll see. Well, with that said, Haley, uh, I guess what is your what are some of your thoughts on this song before we get into it? So she got, so she gotta say. You know what? Not even Jim Morrison version. Let's get to the David Bowie version. <laughs> no, because <laughs> you got. We got to put your down your your words on record about David Bowie. Do you ever think it'll come to this? I don't accept it. This is this is the one part, the one piece. I'm gonna put. You know what I'm gonna do. You know what I'm gonna do. I'm going to put this in the same David Bowie box that I put his era where he was kind of obsessed with Nazis a little bit. I'm just not going to I'm not going to I'm not going to accept it. I rebuke it. (laughs) So you're not going to accept that this is something from David Bowie. I'm I you know what? I understand that he that's a decision that he made at the time he was really into drugs. <laughs> and that's what I'm gonna blame it on. <laughs> I this could have came out during that time period, honestly, because I mean it, it is again a German composer in the nineteen twenties that composed this song. Yeah. Well, We'll just put that all in the in the box. So, yeah, I, the- I don't think so. I don't think that that you steer too far away from that era. Be honest with you. I I don't. I think it's right there. Well, with that said, Haley, you still mm-hmm. gotta. We still gotta acknowledge that it exists. It does. And, it exists. And because it exists, we're gonna have to do a little bit of. Haley knows. Okay. All right. Now, again, this song was released on February 15th, 1980, the David Bowie version. Okay. So, you get your choice right now. Do you want to do a Haley knows, a double Haley knows? For the Doors and David Bowie's version, or do you just want to do 
the David Bowie version. You know what? Let's go ahead and just top it off with a double Haley nose. Double Haley nose. Oh, let's do a double. Ho ho ho! I don't know if you're gonna do so good for the <laughs> the Doors version on Haley nose. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so the Doors version. Uh, let's see here. Zach Witter's least. You said it was 1967. I know it was 1967, trying to get the Zach Day. Oh, yeah, excuse me. It was January 4th, 1967. Okay. So let's get it to the Billboard charts. Oh, God. On January 1967. Oh, my God. Okay. I think this is going to be bad. I'm sure it will be. I don't know if I know anybody that was doing music in 1967. Janis Joplin? Well, <laughs> we'll we, we will see. Let's see. 1967. And let's go the first week of the new year. Oh, God. Yeah, you're going to do bad. Okay. You're gonna do bad, bad. <gasps> All right. <laughs> okay. So 1967. Now, for people at home, if you're wondering why do we do Haley Knows and what is Haley Knows, so we go to the Billboard charts and we label out the songs of the time, and Haley tries to guess the top five songs of the Hot 100 chart for that time period. Now, usually Haley does not get it right, but she does have a fun time getting it wrong. (laughs) This is true. So we are going to get into it now. Now, at 50, we have Sam, the Shame, and the Pharaohs with How Do You Catch a Girl? Okay. Never heard of them. Never heard of that song. Me neither. <laughs> At 49, we have Joe Tex with Papa Was Two. Don't know who that okay. is. I've heard of Joe Tex, but I don't know that song. <laughs> well, do you know Terry Knight in the pack with I Who Have Nothing? <laughs> um, I think I actually have heard that song before. That is 46. At 47, we have the electric Prunes. Whoa. I had too much to drink last night. Hopefully not prunes. Whoa. Yeah, dear God. Don't want to be there. Don't want to be where they're at. At at 45, we have Gene Chandler with I Fooled You This Time. This is what our parents were listening to and thought it was good music. Well. <laughs> At 44, th- we had the association with Pandora's Golden Heebie-Jeebies. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> well, the name of these songs is so terrible. And the name of these bands I know. Are- <laughs> I had too much to drink last night. At 43, we have Spider Turner with Stand By Me. Okay. At 41, we have Peter and Gordon with Night in Rustic Armor. 
that sounds like a band that should only be playing at the uh, medieval times. Medieval times. <laughs> I'm happy that we both noticed that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Alright. At 39, we have Gary Lewis and the Playboys with Where Will the wor- Words Come From? Okay. At, now, at 38, we do have somebody I do know of. Jackie Wilson with Whispers Getting Louder. Okay. At 37, we have not Toby Keith, but Keith with 96.98.6. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Now at 34 we have oh a really good song. Otis Redding with love with turn with try a little tenderness, excuse me. Oh yeah. If you don't know that song, it was sampled by uh by Jay-Z and Kanye on the song Otis. Hell yeah. It's also featured in an iconic scene of Pretty in Oh Pink. yes, yeah. Now at 32 we had the monkeys with I'm not your stepping stone. Okay. So let's see here. Oh, God. (laughs) At 27, we have Herman's Hermits with East West. What? (laughs) I've heard this all before. At 26, we have Wilson Pickett with Mustang Sally. Oh, yeah. Mustang Sally. You gotta slow that Mustang down. at 24, we have the Lovin' Spoonful with Nashville Cats. Heck yeah. <laughs> At 23, we have Jimmy Ruffin with I've Passed Away Before. This way before. Uh, oh, I thought, wait, the song is called I've Passed That this way, way Before? This Okay, I thought you said I Passed Away I, Before. I did. And I'm like, How? <laughs> Passed away before. At 22, we have Roger Williams with Born Free. Okay. Now, at 21, we have the Supremes with You Keep Me Hanging On. I know that one. Okay. Yep, definitely know that. Uh, Let's see here. At 19, we have Stevie Wonder with A Place in the Sun. Okay. A guy that just celebrated his 73rd birthday yesterday? And you still uh-huh. believe he's blind? <laughs> um. Uh. Wait. Still believe he's Excuse me, not, not blind? blind you mean? You still believe he's not blind? Excuse me. Y'all, there. You know what? You can do the research on your own. <laughs> At eighteen, we have Ronnie Dove with "Cry." Okay. <laughs> At seventeen, we have the Beach Boys with "Good Vibrations." Good, 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 good. So at some point we have a we have a nice little Charles Manson listening to the, some Beach Boys going, yeah, yeah. I want to be like that. I'm gonna get one. You know, I can understand why Charles Manson was kind of upset now that he wasn't famous after hearing some of the people on this Billboard charts. I can kind of get it yeah. why he was why he's upset he wasn't famous now. <laughs> He's like, you know what? I get that I'm creepy. I get that I'm creepy as hell. But 
I need to be famous. You told dude. me I can't make as good a music as Ronnie Dove. <laughs> With cry. <laughs> okay, at fifteen we have the four seasons seasons featuring the sound of Frankie Valley with Tell It to the Rain. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, at 14, we have Mitch Ryder and the Detroit Wheels with Double with a Blue Dress on and Good Golly Miss Molly. Okay. That's a real long song title name, by the way. Yeah. That's that's literally two yes. song titles. <laughs> at 13, we have The Temptations with I Know I'm Losing You. So that's okay. a good song. Yeah. And oh, we got 11. We have Bobby Vinton with Coming Home Soldier. Okay. So let's see. Here at 10, so we crack it to the top 10. We have Donovan with Mellow Yellow. At nine, we have the Four Tops with Standing in the Shadows of Love. Okay. We have somebody that should be one day covered on the Dude, Where's My Killer? All right, Haley. Hello. All right. So let's get it to the yes. 10 spot. So at 10, we have Donovan with yes, Mellow, Mellow Yellow. Yellow. So at 9, we have the Four Tops with Standing in the Shadow of Shadows yes. of Love. And at 8, we have a person that should be featured on. At one point, we have the Mamas and Papas with Words of Love. Okay. Now, at seven, we have Paul Revere in the Raiders featuring Mark Lindsay, Lindsay, excuse me, with Good Day. Okay. And at six, we have a person that kind of kind of tells you about a top five. Six, we have the legend, Frank Sinatra with That's Life. Okay. So just keep those in mind. Can you repeat, well, can we... you repeat number seven? It cut out. Excuse me. At seven, we have Paul Revere and the Raiders featuring Martin Lindsay with Good Thing. Good Thing. And then next was Frank Sinatra? Yes. Okay. With That's the Life. Okay. So, with that said, let's get it to the top five. So, Haley Mm -hmm. knows. At number five, we have a female. That's darn well known. I definitely know that you know 
know her for sure. You definitely know that I know her? Okay. Yes. Um, it... Just remember some of the clues I did tell you. Okay. Well, okay, it was 19... You said 1967? Mm-hmm. January, January 4th, 1967. Could it have been Aretha Franklin? <sighs> Haley, I just said... Remember some of the clues I just told yeah, you? Yeah, you said the mamas and the papas, and then Frank Sinatra. So then it's Nancy Sinatra with Nancy Sugar Nancy Sinatra! <laughs> Was it these boots are made for walking? No, Sugar Town. Okay. <laughs> oh, baby, baby, baby. <laughs> At four, we have... <laughs> We have what? It just it it keeps cutting out quite a bit. So at four we have I really don't know what. It could be a parody song. It could be an actual song. I don't know. Um uh I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I can't give you any I'm hits I'm gonna one. guess it's uh I got a brand new pair of roller skates by Melody. <laughs> Is that an actual song? It's an actual song. I've okay. got a brand new pair of roller skates. You've got a brand new key. It's not that. It is the new vaudeville band. Have you ever heard of them? Absolutely not. Went Winchester Cathedral. Okay. Never heard <laughs> of it. <laughs> number four at a time. It's actually at number one at one point. It actually went down from number wow. one. Wow. That was a number one. <laughs> Whoa. So at three, we have, I'm going to guess, a black guy seen from the pictures. I'm going to guess the R&B song, maybe, but it doesn't sound like a black guy's name. Uh, you know what? I'm going to, I'm literally just going to guess something that probably doesn't even exist. <laughs> He said it's a okay. black guy, but the name doesn't sound very black. So I'm going to say no. um, Tom Davis with a song <laughs> called My Everlasting Love. I'll be honest with you. I would accept that over this song right here. Okay. It is Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Neville. Wait, Aaron Neville? Yes. You don't know Aaron Neville? Don't know who that is. Oh, my God. What's the song? Tell it like it is. Oh, Kip, you... Okay, so the name probably doesn't ring any bells, but you have definitely heard this dude's voice. He... Okay. He's, he kind of... He has a very distinct voice. Working colors and black hair. I guess. I guess. <laughs> I guess so. I'll have to write it down and look it up later. Yeah, on. you, you, you. Yeah. First, you're gonna think two things. You're gonna think, "Oh, I have heard this voice," and Haley's pretty good at that impression. <laughs> so we're gonna bring back Aaron Neville and uh, God, I forgot who the other guy was. Uh, Tom York. Tom York, you gotta bring back Tom York and Aaron oh, Neville. Yeah. <laughs> Should have brought Tom York back for this one. 
You should have brought Tom York back for this one. Oh, God. <laughs> we was in London. Well, he was also, like, not doing music at the time. He He's very <laughs> moody. You don't want him around sometimes. <laughs> well, at two, we have... I don't know. I don't know. I know it's... I... It's from a cartoon that was famous at the time, I guess. Think of a cartoon that was a cartoon. At the time. Yes. Uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks. Alvin and the Chipmunks wasn't around in the sixties. I, I was just guessing. Sixties, man. <laughs> do you think? I'm, do you think that it cut out that, again? Did you? Uh, cartoon that was around in the sixties. I don't know. <laughs> it's the Royal Guard Guardsman with Snoopy versus the Red Baron. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're bad at this, man. <laughs> but All let right. me ask you: If the shoe was on the other foot and you were doing the guesses, would you have guessed that? Would you have guessed Scooby? I would have, I would have guessed the the Charlie Brown. Yes. Wait, what about Charlie Brown? Snoopy. Oh, you said Scooby. Oh, did I? I meant Snoopy. Excuse me, Snoopy versus the Red Baron. Okay, okay, I got. So I would have definitely guessed Charlie Brown. (laughs) Oh yeah, no, I wouldn't have. (laughs) I never watched the Charlie Brown stuff. My mom hates Charlie Brown. So I didn't grow up watching any of that. So I don't really know too much about who, it or would be able to place it in a timeline. Who hates Charlie My Brown? Why? She just does. She oh, hates Charlie me. Brown and she hates the smell of chamomile. Oh, huh. wow. Okay. Well, at number one is one that I guess you might should be able to guess. Is it the Beatles? Oh, excuse me. I don't know why you sneezed again. It is a British band, though. Um, so you aren't too far off. Is it the Rolling Stones? Uh, I don't think the Rolling Stones are around in 67, right? I think they were. Are they? Oh, that. I think I think they were. Okay. Um, you said it's a British band. Um, oh, is it My Generation? My Generation? No. It's the monkeys. Oh, okay. <laughs> the monkeys with I'm a believer. Oh, okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Uh, I've made a wrong decision to do a double Haley Nose. <laughs> but you can make it up. You can make it up. We'll see. Okay. Oh, okay. It's back. It went weird. It said it di- we disconnected for some reason. Uh yeah, it's my end's connected, but you keep you cut out. You're cutting out quite a bit. Am, am I sounding better now? You said I can hear you now. Okay, let's see if that sounds better now. So okay, now we're gonna go to the David Barry, David Bowie time that this uh song came out. Uh, that's okay. February fifteenth, nineteen eighty. Okay, so. On the charts for February 15th, 1980, 
we have ooh, excuse me. You are excused. The Jay Giles band with Comeback. Okay. At at fifty, excuse me. At forty nine we have Sticks with Why Me. Okay. At forty eight we have Peaches and Herb with I Pledge My Love. Okay. And at forty six we have a yacht rock classic, Christopher Kloss with Ride Like the Wind. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. So at 44, we have a guy that was mentioned on the last episode because he co-wrote the song with Little Richard. That is Billy Preston. With Mm -hmm. with you, I'm born again. Okay. Now at 43, we have Molly Hatchet with flirting with disaster. Okay. And at 42, we have ZZ Top with I Thank You. Okay. At 41, we have Bette Mittler with When a Man Loves a Woman. Okay. At 39, we have Barbara Streisand with Kiss Me in the Rain. Hell yeah, Barbara. And at 37, we asked for him, so now we finally get him. That is Michael Jackson with Off the Wall. Ooh, one of the best Michael Jackson songs. No, and only 37. Yeah, well, um, uh, that's that's not a surprise. Oh. At, fir- at, at thirty six, we have Prince with "I Want to Be Your Lover." Oh, two great songs back to back. At thirty five, we have Nicolette Larson and Michael McDonald with "Let Me Go, Love." I have a feeling that's probably a yacht rock song that has not been discovered by me oh, yet. Oh, we'll see. Remember that? Just write it down and remember it for later. Yeah. At thirty nine, excuse me, at thirty four, we have Diane Warwick with Deja Vu. Hey, that's hey, that's on my yacht rock playlist. <laughs> that's the song that I discovered. That I was like, oh my god, it's a yacht rock song, and no one puts it on a yacht rock playlist. <laughs> nice. I feel I feel really happy right a now. A lot, of, a lot of, a lot of mentioning for you, yacht rock playlist. Which you might as well go yeah, ahead and say maybe... Escape from Corona. Yeah. Which is it's called Escape from Coronavirus, the Yacht Rock Essentials. It's on Spotify. I've made it public. It's uh it's out there for your consumption. <laughs> At thirty three we have Isaac Hayes with Don't Let Go. Okay. At thirty one we have Chuck Chuck Mangione with Give It All You Got. Okay, Chuck Mangione. Mm-hmm. At 30, we have Toto with 99. Yet another Yacht Rock. See, I just, I, that needs to be something I think about. So okay. this is the year of Yacht Rock right here, the 80s. That's it, 80s. Yeah, yeah. At 29, we have Pat Benatar with Heartbreaker. Okay. And at 28, we have what you could probably call the LeBron James of Yacht Rock. Rupert Holmes with Escape, the Polina Carter song. Yeah, yeah, it's. I would say that that is definitely. I mean, it. Yeah, yep. At twenty-seven, we have Eagles, not the Eagles. Eagles with the Long Run. A great song. At twenty-six, we have Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers with Don't Do Me Like That. Don't do me like that. 
And at 25, we have the Commodores with Wonderland. So this is a really okay. good year. This is a really good time. This is a great. great. This is a great. Great Unlike list. usual, this is really actually a great list. Yeah, this is like the antithesis of the list from uh, Maker Say. <laughs> that was the worst. That was this the worst great. list of all time. It was the literal worst. So at 24, we have Rupert Holmes again with him. Oh my god, this is literally my playlist! <laughs> at 33, we have Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers with Refugee. Okay. Ooh, a great song. At 22, we have Barry Manilow with When I Wanted You. Okay. At 21, we have Led Zeppelin with Fool in the Rain. Okay. At 20, we have a woman that you like a lot, Linda Ronstead with How Do I Make You. Okay. Yes, I love Linda. At 19, we have Cool in the Gang with Too Hot. Too Hot. At 18, we have Neil Diamond with September Morn. Okay. I like this song. Mm-hmm. And at 16, we have a Yacht Rock song that you like. And that, let's say, we have a dear friend named Ernie that loved this song. Says Some say he mm-hmm. might live by this song. Yes. Kenny Loggins with This Is It. Yeah, he, th- that's kind of what he lives by. <laughs> Dear, dear friend, poor guy. <laughs> wow. At 15, we have a song that I just learned how to play the riff to it on my guitar. That is Pink mm-hmm. Floyd with Another Brick in the Wall, part two. Ooh. Oh, that is the best. Oh, my God. That album. Let me let's just have a moment of appreciation for the wall. Mm-hmm. That is one of my probably top 10 favorite albums of all time. Mm. A lot of people say it. A lot of people say it. I am a Dark Side of the Moon guy, but you know. Yeah. Well, I just, I love I I love it. I'm not going to get into it because I could literally talk about it for forever. Mm. So it's great. That's all I'm saying. Maybe we'll do a bonus episode of it one day. Yeah. Uh, 14, we have the Dirt Band with an American Dream. Okay. Can't say I've heard that song. At 13, we have the Spinners with Working It My Way Back to You slash Forgive Me Girl. I think I know that song. I think it's the I'm working my way back to you, babe, with a burning love inside. <laughs> I think that's the song. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it is. is okay. Well, at 10. So we get it to the top 10. At okay. 10, we have Fleetwood Mac with Sarah. Okay. Oh, yeah. At 9, we have Kenny Rogers, R.I.P., with Coward of the County. Okay. At 18, we have Annie Dib, Gibb, excuse me, with Desire. Okay. Andy Gibb. Andy Gibb. And at that sounds like that would be Andy Bernard's actual name if he if he ever made it as a musician. Oh yeah, he would be, and everyone would be like, uh, "Isn't that Barry Gibbs' dead brother?" And he'd be like, uh, "What?" <laughs> At seven, we have Donna Summer with "On the Radio." Okay. And at six, we have Dan Fogelberg with "Longer." Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Okay. Huh. Okay. So now we get it to a top five. And I would say this might be the best top five of all time. Okay. Or this podcast. All right. I don't know if I could get a top five in this top five for this podcast here. Okay. Well, let's let's do it, I guess. Oh man. So Haley knows our top five. So at number five, we have a legend. The greatest of all time. If you can't get this one, Haley, I don't know how you even play Haley Knows anymore. Okay. Oh, no. Okay, you said a legend, the greatest of all time? Yes. The king, some call him. The king? The king? Yes. Is it, is it Elvis? Haley. You just said the king. It's, it's the king. It's 1980. Elvis okay, sometimes songs make a comeback. Elvis has been dead for, I don't even know how many years Elvis has been dead for at this point. It has to be over a decade. You said the king. And I was thinking based off of your clues. I wish I could edit that out. But I, I think somebody will find that funny. Let's Let's... But let's reverse. Let's reverse. Go. You didn't, you didn't guess that. Let's go again. So, Haley, some call him the king. Uh, well, other than, other than Elvis, the only other artist that would possibly go by the king is potentially the king of pop, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson, you're right. Great. Oh, I'm so glad that you got that with your first guess. Because uh-huh. if you would have guessed something weird like Elvis Presley, I would have been like, he's been dead for so long, how can he be in the, the 80s top chart? That's really weird. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Don't Stop Till You Get Enough? It's not. It is Rock With Me. Rock With You, excuse me. Rock mm-hmm. With You. Okay. Rock With You. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, at four, we have an R&B legend. A guy that can still kind of do it sometimes to, just to this day. Okay. Well, then it's definitely not James Brown. No. Um... R&B. An R&B legend. Is it uh, Smokey Robinson? Yes, it's Smokey Robinson. Is it uh, Cruising? Yes, Smokey Robinson's Cruising. Yay! Great work! Thank you. That's my favorite Smokey Robinson song. I don't know how you guessed that, but you guess somehow guessed that was Cruising. <laughs> Cruising. <laughs> now, at three, I don't really know this song, but if it's on this list, it has to be a damn good song. So okay. I don't really know this song, I, so I can't really tell you what it is. I'm gonna guess it's R&B though, maybe even funk because of the names on it. Uh, okay, I that doesn't really help. Yeah, I can't really help um, you on this one too much. I don't know. I'm not gonna be able to guess that. It is Terry DeSirio with KC. Yes, I'm ready. 
Yeah, I I can't say I've ever heard never that. Never heard that group, never heard that name or the song. So But you know what? Based on it being on this billboard list, we should probably give it a listen because it's probably it has great. to be great. Yeah. So that two right above that song is a song that I think is a pretty good song. Okay. I think it's a pretty damn good song. And and let's say it's a duet. A duet? A duet. Famous du- duet group. A famous duet mm-hmm. group? Uh. Wait, when you say duet group, does that mean well, it's duet. two people? Yes, that... two, two people. That's been known, that's known to be work together. Okay, so this is not the first time they've sang no. together. Very popular. Oh, it's sweet. the 80s. Uh, 80, exactly. <laughs> okay, there's only one There's only one thing that's coming to mind mm-hmm. right now, and I don't want you to be judgmental when I guess this, As okay? long as the people aren't dead a decade, <laughs> over a decade. <laughs> They're before. both alive. They're both very much I'm alive. I'm talking about dead a decade before this, this, this part came. Yeah, they're okay. both alive. Um, Is it Endless Love by Lionel Richie and Diana Ross? No. I, I, I guess that is a decent guess, but no, it's Captain Antonio. Okay, so okay, that's where I was confused because Captain and Tennille is a band. Are they? And they do what? Yes. So it, but they they are a band together. Whenever you said duet, I was I and then duet group. I thought Captain and Tennille, but that's why I asked. Whether it was a duet of two people that I, I have think, solo, I think like, you're being way. I think you're being way too suspicious on that one, okay, buddy? Because it's definitely a duet, Captain and Tennille. But they, it's but they don't have separate careers. It's just that's a, that's that's a group. I know. That's why I said duet group. Okay. Well, what is it? Love will keep us together. No, it's do that to me one more time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And then at one, we have a band that, if you don't get this one right, you'll kick yourself because you love these people. Is it Queen? It is Queen. Is it um, uh, Crazy Little Thing Called Love? It is love? Crazy Little Thing Called Love. Love. You got it right. Woohoo! So, I mean, you, this is, you did probably the best you ever done on Haley, though. You got. Two, yeah. You got two of the songs correct. You got three of the people correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we'll say that you would have got Captain Tennille correct if it wasn't for me saying duet. Well, I'll just say I'll take the blame on that one. If if you would have if you would have said a duo instead of duet, mm. I I literally would have got. Okay, it. I'll take the blame on that one. So. You got, you got four. I did really good. You did really good on that one. That makes up four. The fa- that makes Honestly, the fact that I got Smokey Robinson cruising, I am so proud of that because that could have been anybody. It could have been anybody. All I said was R and B. So you got, you did great. R and B, and he still, and you were like, he still does it today. Like he can still pull it out today. I was like, who still sounds really good? Live, I was like Smokey Robinson, man. It sounds great. 
So you did really great. You did really great. Uh, you know, you made it for the Elvis Presley guest. That's for sure. Yes. <laughs> you made it for the Elvis Presley guest. But hey, you also made it for for doing a double full Haley Dose. Yeah. But you know what? I'll say this about my Elvis Presley thing. Had this been in like 1982, 1983, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have thought Elvis. I guess <laughs> when I when I think about Michael Jackson as the king of pop, I think of like Thriller. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, you cannot make up for that. You can make up for the duet. I'm not making you up make for, up for it. the duet duo thing, man. But there's no way you're making okay. up for for guessing Elvis Presley in right. 1980. <laughs> someone out there, someone out there is gonna get what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't think nobody's gonna get what you're saying about 1980 guessing Elvis Presley. Okay, I think one person out there will get it. At least one. At least one. They're out there. Oh my god! So let's get back into it. Uh, so Haley, we pretty much kind of went ahead and said our our thoughts on the mm-hmm. on uh, the Alabama song, the Whiskey Bar, How the Doors. So, uh, with that said, let's get into hit of the week. Yeah, I have a really good okay. one. Um. I my hit of the week is gonna be the new album from Haley Williams. Mm-hmm. It's her first like solo project. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Petals Petals for Armor, mm-hmm. and it is absolutely incredible. Um, she is the lead singer for Paramore. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge Paramore fan. I have met her before. She's absolutely lovely, um, and. I, I, I just, you know, listened to it today, and I think it's absolutely amazing. Interesting fact. Paramore is the, is the last local Nashville band to grace the top of the Big Boy charts. That's crazy, but understandable, because there are a lot of Nashville bands that... Uh, had a heyday a while ago, mm-hmm. but yeah, that, that's not shocking. the last. The last people from the Music City to grace the top of the Billboard charts. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. If if you're out there and you liked the most recent Paramore album that came mm-hmm. out, um, you will you'll love Pedals for Armor because. It's kind of like an extension of a similar sound, but it's a little bit darker. And it's just, it's really, really good. I think I might be getting this wrong, but I will always remember Paramore. If it isn't Paramore, don't don't yell at me too hard. But, uh, I won't. But uh, I'm talking about people at home. <laughs> but, oh. but I always remember Paramore for, uh, ever, actually it's not Paramore. I can always say right now, it's not Paramore actually. Well, what did you think it was? It's, it's Ever Essence. Never mind. It's Ever Essence. Oh. I was I was thinking about when, remember when Ever Essence beat out 50 Cent's Get Rich or Die Trying for best album yeah, no. at the Grammys and literally everybody was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Haley Williams probably would have been in like uh, high school at that yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> 
but I just I just remember that moment because everybody was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Fifty Cent just broke the records for highest selling album of all time, and he gave it to Ever Since. Who? What the hell? I don't Rams? know if Ever Since ever. I don't. I, I'm pretty sure they probably did projects after that, but I don't think that that anybody's ever listened to Ever Since after that. Well, definitely not the way they did with that one song. Yeah. So, <laughs> I always just find that amazing that the Grammys that's pro- that that I think screwed it up that well, bad. Well, I think that's probably known as like the worst screw up of the Grammys in history. Oh yeah, <laughs> they've definitely had a lot of screw ups. They've had screw ups. They're definitely a hundred percent screw ups. But also, it's because people can anybody can vote for a Grammy. As you have, well, as not, you have casted a vote for a Grammy. Well, in a roundabout way, it's it's not like you can just go online and be like, "Okay, who's your votes for the Grammy this year?" <laughs> but 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 some guy that doesn't really care about music anymore, <laughs> other than his projects, the daughter can say, "Hey, I like this group. <laughs> can you vote for? He vote for? <laughs> True." True. <laughs> and he goes, Well, I'm gonna please my daughter. Yeah, yeah. I vote for her. I felt like I had a duty to the to Sunny <laughs> Island, okay? Yes. I think we're the only podcast. I think we're one well, not the only podcast, but let's not let's not throw that out there. Uh one of only few podcasts that does a music podcast where we have a person that is actually casting a Grammy vote. <laughs> well, <laughs> In a manner of speaking. <laughs> well, one of few. We have to be one of few, right? True. One of few. One of few. <laughs> Take that, Adam Scott. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Adam Scott is probably casting a Grammy vote. <laughs> I don't think he has. I doubt you he has. So. No. Oh, no. I mean, he has some singing projects. He does. Yeah, he sung. Did he sing on on like? I swear he songs. Like he has a song on Parks and Rec, or yeah, he sung on uh not Parks and Rec, but the uh, God, what's the show? Big Big Little oh, Lies. You're ta- you're thinking of uh, of Big Little Lies. That wasn't him singing. That was someone else. Oh, so oh, was that El- so? That was Elvis Presley singing that song. No, th- no, that was not Elvis Presley. They had they brought someone else in to do his vocals. That's what I was thinking. I was like, that wasn't Elvis Presley singing that song. No, no, no. That was they just that was a, his character was singing but the song. Somebody, but in but reality, somebody did the vocals instead. Okay, yep, exactly. Okay, I just knew it wasn't a recording of Elvis Presley's song because you know it, it was Elvis Presley's song, so I didn't know if they did it. You know, you know, but who knows. Yeah. Enough Elvis Presley talk for an episode. Yeah, we've talked about him enough. <laughs> you know, I love Elvis Presley, but yeah, it's enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I guess that's your hit of the week. Uh, mm-hmm. What mind me? I am looking forward to Future's album tomorrow. Uh, mm-hmm. With all things Future, it could either be really good or really bad. Or really bad. <laughs> he's, he's not he, he's he's really just a hit or miss person. Absolutely. So we'll see if it's really good. He it has been working a lot, so and I mean life is good on it, and that's a really good song. So you know, I wouldn't say his lyrics are the best lyrics on the song, but 
that's how I feel about pretty much any song that Future is on. Billy Dice lyrics aren't the best lyrics. That his lyrics aren't the best lyrics. Except I just fucked your bitch in some Gucci flip flop. Oh, uh, he has songs. He has songs from time to time. I would say Hendrix, the one that he produced for, uh, where he talks real deep about his relationship with Sierra. I would say that mm-hmm. was a good album. Mm-hmm. But I would invest anything in him past that. I say again, he's very hit or miss. He's very, is very good song, awful song with him. Well, we'll see what it's like. He could he could come back and be and it be like whoa, or it could just be like a whole album of that terrible verse from King's Dead. Oh God! <laughs> I don't, I don't think he lives that down to the day. <laughs> um, it's terrible. That's the worst verse well, it was, ever. Well, the thing is, it was such a great song that when his verse got on there, it it was what it was. It was like, why did y'all? Not why did y'all allow this? Why did y'all not edit that verse out? Who 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 let this happen? Like, why didn't you do like Kanye West did with Drake's verse on uh, All the Lights and just edit it out of there? Exactly. <laughs> just take it out. <laughs> I t- <laughs> it's still funny how upset Drake was about that song that he released his verse for for his mixtape. <laughs> have, have you ever seen that? No, but that's funny. So, do you know about what happened there? Well, I mean, the way that you just described it kind of told me everything. He did a verse for All of the Lights, and it sucked, so Kanye didn't put it on the song. <laughs> Kanye edited out of the song. Drake did not know he edited out to the, on the song until he heard the song. He was like, wait, I'm not on the song? <laughs> <laughs> well, then he put out a mixtape, and he had his verse put on the mixtape, and it was called Ghetto University. So, cause you know, Kanye does the famous line. I saw. I took it to the Ghetto University. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It was called Ghetto University. <laughs> and we just go up there. We're like, oh god, he he got so upset that he put this verse on a mixtape. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> that's happened to Drake quite a bit. I heard. I've heard somebody else say they edited Drake's verse out of song too. Oh no, Drake. I can't remember. Somebody else said it too. I can't remember who it was though. But it's happened. Oh, it's wow. happened. It's happened to him quite a few times. It wasn't that awful verse. It, it wasn't like it was going to mess up the song. It just wasn't. It's Kanye West. He he knows how. He knows what's. He I will never. He knows what he's I doing. I will never ever go against Kanye West unless it's just a total atrocious album. True. So I wouldn't never go against him unless it's just totally atrocious. So he's a musical genius. He's proven it at this point with just how he's just went from this to that and beyond. So he's a musical genius. I would never go against him. But <laughs> so if he felt like Drake's verse was inadequate for the song, it probably was. It was all the best. It wasn't the best verse. <laughs> Well, with that said, I guess that's it. Well, that's it. Yeah. So, I just have one thing left to add. What's your one thing left to add here? Pink is just one person. <sighs> well, Haley, mm-hmm. let me inform you on something. 
Mm-hmm. Seal. He loves those grandmothers. Yeah. He's a gift lover. <laughs> Nasty. <laughs> all right. See y'all next week. <laughs> There's one constant in the music business. A hit is a hit. And this, my friend, is not a hit. Why? Christ, for reasons we couldn't comprehend or codify. Now that's a hit! That is a hit! Hallelujah!